Welcome to Unleash Your Inner Contagiously Positive. I am your host, Laurieann Sheldrick, the Contagiously Positive Girl, and every single week I come here to help you make happiness your permanent default setting. I believe that your level of happiness is going to be one of the most life-altering things you choose to have every single day. And it isn't about choosing to be a perfect little happy robot, it is about choosing a happy life, regardless of what challenges you have to face. So choose happiness today and unleash your inner contagiously positive tomorrow. Let's begin. Well, welcome back, Jolene. Thank you for coming back on the uh, Unleash and Clarity podcast. <laughs> I think I've had, I've done more podcasts in 2020 with you than on my own, just because I just, I don't have the mental bandwidth to do it by myself these days. So thank you so much for coming on again today and sharing your wisdom with us. Of course. It's an honor. <laughs> How are you doing? Uh, this is the question I've been asking everyone, like Joey from Friends. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm actually doing surprisingly well, especially being an extrovert. You know, I haven't had this many days at home ever, maybe, since becoming an entrepreneur. So I'm really just being present in that moment and getting stuff done that I never would have got done before and working on projects, right? Still working on projects going forward towards my vision every day. Are you finding that um, you're able to shift gears a lot faster and easier than you thought you could? Because a big part of your job is being out there, being in person, speaking across Canada, being on an airplane all the time, and then in rooms of hundreds, sometimes thousands. So are you finding it a lot easier than you thought you would? I am. I never actually thought I would be doing Zoom meetings or presenting to dozens of people through a computer. It's definitely a different feel. You don't have the body language aspects. The energy is not the same, but it's still productive and effective. And I think, you know, now that I know that I can do this, I can now profile or do personality profiling with people across the world from my office. And it was always there, but I never tapped into it. So I think a portion of this virtual world I'm going to keep with my business, but I really miss the interaction and the speaking in front of hundreds of people. That's, that's really where I gained the most energy. Yeah. And you, you know, what I love about that too, is it's probably really helping you see where, when this is over, you really want to put most of your focus on because now that it's gone, you realize how much you actually did and do enjoy it. Absolutely. It's one of those things you don't know what you have until it's gone. <laughs> yeah. Until all thousands of participants from your courses and workshops are gone. You don't realize how much you miss them. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Are you liking being at home or are you more like, well, I like being at home, but I'm okay kind of traveling every couple of days as well. Well, I know before COVID happened, I hadn't had a day off since December. Like it's just been go, go, go and airplanes. And I was about to do a five day speaking tour across Canada. And I was so excited for that. But I miss it, but at the same time, again, the amount of, of stuff I'm getting done and spending time with my boyfriend and my cats, it's almost like a little, a little vacation, even though the income's not coming in. But I think remaining positive and working towards my goals, and we'll get into that later, but knowing that your goals are still going to happen, it just might be delayed by a couple months or might look slightly different. I definitely, as an extrovert, miss the networking. You know, two to five times a week, I would be out in person at networking events, listening to phenomenal speakers. And I know, I know companies are really trying and they're having these speakers online and you can go watch them, but the entire networking piece is eluded. It's gone. You can't meet the people also that are there to hear the speaker. Absolutely. So my birthday's next week. And just for fun, I'm going to do online networking. So there's no speaker. You're just going to come on to Zoom and do your elevator pitch. And we're just going to learn about other people's businesses. And I think I missed that. And so that's, that's the way I'm bringing it back right now. 
I love that so much. It's such a, it's such a really weird feeling now to, um, because it feels so normal now and so habitual, like almost seven weeks in, I think we are now. Um, it's almost weird when you do bump into someone knowing that you can't go up to them. And the idea of interacting with another human outside of a computer feels really odd because I think we're forming this new habit of being at home and networking through online, um, which I think is a really positive thing for sure. I'm so glad this is happening in this day and age, but um, I'm really worried about how habitual I'm going to get and not want to go out when this is all over. Yes. <laughs> like, I hope I don't flip my type. <laughs> we'll be full on introverts by the end of this. No kidding. <laughs> Well, as you said in our last couple podcasts, you only flip your type when you're under stress. So with extroverts, that's just a stress trip, stress tip in general is you can be alone. You can, you can practice those introverted behaviors just fine, but make sure at least once a day you're reaching out to someone. And I think it might be telephone. It might be Zoom. They're talking about something new called Zoom fatigue, which has never existed before, but people are getting really tired and anxious yeah. with too many online meetings and yeah, just to take a step back and just be in the moment sometimes can be, can be helpful. Yeah, absolutely. And I can understand that with zoom fatigue because I do so much stuff online even before this. Um, and it is a real thing looking at your screen all day. That is a real thing. Um, there's certain companies I think that will do really well in all of this. One of them will be the blue blockers, the glasses that you wear when you're on your screen, which does prevent, um, screen fatigue. They're calling it Zoom fatigue, but what it is, it's actually screen fatigue. And so it blocks those, that, that light that makes you so tired. And there's different types of glasses, ones you can do, put on before bed, um, and then others like for things like this, for people, especially like someone who typically works on the computer all day, it helps them prevent that as well, because it is, it's exhausting. And I, I think my phone, actually, I did this when I bought my phone. It also has a filter. You can change the the blue filter for nighttime so it doesn't yeah. cause being fatigue. So that's helpful. That's helpful. Yeah, absolutely. So we're going to, I, when I asked you to come on the podcast again, I wanted to talk about a few things, but number one, I just wanted to just do what we always do and just riff and just talk about what's going on in our lives, um, our groundhog day lives. And, but also I've really been thinking a lot about my goals. It's like my brain has shifted now because I am in this I, I am feeling like I have some sort of routine now. My brain has shifted into um, this new level of optimism that we're heading out of this. And I want to redefine my goals, relook at my goals, look at those visions again, and just like make myself feel optimistic again that even though it's not going to happen now, it will happen again, right? Yes. So, but before we get into that, because I have some steps that I want to share and I know you do as well. What is one thing you're finding that's really working for you right now so that you don't have this like mental overload or even like mental and emotional burden of all of the things you have to do, plus all of the things going on in the world, plus the fear of, oh my God, I hope my business <laughs> succeeds and continues to succeed moving forward. Yes. The one thing I've been doing, and you mentioned it in a post yesterday, is you know getting one or two things done a day that bring you joy that you had on your bucket list to do. And it doesn't have to be work. And that's what I've really found based on my personality type. I'm a judging preference in the Myers-Briggs. That's the fourth area, lifestyle. So you're more spontaneous, that's perceiving, or you're more planful, that's the J. And I have spent, I think it was about eight hours this past week cleaning out my closet in my office and shredding and getting rid of stuff that I didn't need and reorganizing. And it doesn't have to do with work necessarily, but it brings me so much joy in my personality type to get things checked off that list that I didn't have time in the last year to accomplish. And so every day I try to get something checked off the personal side, the organizational, the decluttering side, and then also for the clarity coaching and development side, I want to speak all over the world, which of course now with Zoom could be easily possible, 
but also to really vamp up my website, totally change the feel of it, the look of it, targeting different clients, different countries. So this has given me time. My web designer, by the way, is phenomenal. She truly understands who I am, but we've been working together. And again, I didn't have time in the past six months to get this happening. So I think just to get those things started, to know where my vision is in the future and to work on these little pieces every day. I love that so much. I think that's really important because you said you're doing it on the personal side. It's not your business, but I get the sense that it's going to shut down some of those tabs that have been open for a year that will actually help you to be more productive in your business when you shift from decluttering to now sitting down at your desk to create content or to prepare a workshop. Um, even through Zoom right now, you're doing workshops through Zoom. That's really hard to do um, with mental clarity when you know you have a stack in the corner that's been sitting there for a year driving you nuts. <laughs> I found a Tupperware in my closet and it says important to do right away. And I don't know how long it's been. Oh my God. <laughs> and I was like, you know, I should really pull that out. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's true because we're, I think, you know, pre-COVID, we were just so used to always just like doing what we needed to do to sort of like be in always like survival um, and go, go, go and um, putting out fires when we have to, that we didn't actually ever have a chance to sit back and think like, what are some things just in my surroundings that are blocking me from having the mental clarity that I need to do the work that I want to do or to problem solve in a more positive way? I know when I have an endless list in my head, I find the littlest things irritate me because I'm like, how am I going to do all that in one day? And then when one thing gets added to my list, or even if my husband asks me to do something so small, I'm like, I panic and I get so frustrated. So it's nice to be able to take this time now that when things ramp up again, that all that's done. Yes. It's done. We don't have to worry about it. We can close those tabs. But also, I think people are really struggling as well to get a lot of those things done because they're so overwhelmed. Yeah. Yeah. Which your um, idea works is just like you just do one thing a day. Yeah. I had two offices in Saskatoon up until a few weeks ago and I, I drove out there, cleaned out one entire office, done, right? Moved it to the other office, moved stuff back. I live in two cities right now. So it's, you know, I never know where stuff is. So again, at the end of this month, the end of May, I'm going to know exactly where everything is and it'll be so peaceful. <laughs> mm, I love that. Absolutely. I like that word because I think right now, so many of us not feeling really safe because we're in this unknown phase, the more we can bring in that comfort, that safety, that calmness, that peacefulness, the less our nervous system needs to be like, okay, I'm terrified. <laughs> like, I'm either going to put you in the fetal position and not let you get out of bed, or we're going to run for the hills. Yeah. And then just call I did that too, right? when COVID first happened, I did what I, I didn't turtle, but I kind of just you know, it didn't do much for a few days. And I was in that weird, what is happening stage. And it takes time to process what's, what's going on. And, you know, networking etiquette is one of my favorite topics across Canada. That's the most popular. And all of a sudden we're not allowed to shake hands. Like, <laughs> so I'm like, okay, so I, you have to pivot. My stress management courses, change management have become number one right now with COVID Absolutely. can easily be done online, but that doesn't mean the networking won't come back. So I think just being able to go, wait a minute, what do I offer my seven services and what do my clients need right now? Yeah. Not what's my favorite. <laughs> well, yeah, absolutely. Because there's things on my list that I would love to be doing, but I can't do it because I have to do it outside of the house and I need to be in a physical, pro close physical proximity to another human. So yeah, I had a different response at the beginning. I went into instant action mode at the beginning and that was my two week default was just go, 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 solve, solve, solve. And then I crashed of course, cause your mind can only, your, your mind and your nervous system can only work at that level for so long before it's like, no, I'm done, right? It's like your computer crashing. We're overloaded. Your files are full. Um, 
And then I went the other way where I went into, I don't know, even know what I'm supposed to do or say or talk about or share or even like, what, what am I even supposed to do at the grocery store? So um, now I feel like I'm, I'm in that like nice kind of calm middle ground where it's just do what you can when you can. Yeah. And that's the best you can do. And that's enough right now. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. One thing all the way is my new phrase. And I shared that yesterday, which we talked about was just do one thing all the way to, and it's a really good way to tell your brain that, you know, well, we got it. We've got this, you know, <laughs> like, so even if it's cleaning out your car, if you start the task and finish the task, um, you, it kind of takes away that like feeling of failure when you feel like, I feel like such a failure because I'm not getting anything done. But by starting one task and finishing it, even just the simplest thing, it just tells your brain a new story that, no, we're not failures. Look, we can finish things. And it yeah. doesn't have to be big because your brain doesn't care. Like that's your brain. It doesn't have that processing system to say, oh, well, that wasn't a big enough thing. I mean, we will do that to ourselves um, with the way we speak to ourselves, but your brain just likes the celebration. It's like, yeah, and it calms your nervous system. I think that's what I really want for myself is to just turn off the alert system that I don't have to go into fight, flight, or freeze. Yes. And my saying for 2020 is surround yourself with those that feel like sunshine. I brought that up before. But now it's even more important. So seeing you doing these podcasts, um, one of my clients actually, we went out for coffee. It was so cool. And she said, I'd like to be your friend. Like, I, I think we should also, you know, let's have both relationships. And every week she's been texting me, Monique, she's amazing. She's been texting me saying top three wins this week. And then we share those with each other. And, you know, my sister, you, like I have so many amazing people in my life. So this is also time to take note of who do you want to stay in touch with? Because it's also a really good time to do a little bit of spring cleaning with your friend list. Like who brings you energy? Who's supporting you? Who's helping you with your mental health through this? And to make sure you keep them and also keep in touch with them. Well, and I think it's just also really important as a, to really handle these stress responses that we're having. So our responses are, are, are very normal to a very abnormal situation that we're going through. And it's okay to feel all that you need to feel, but we want to claim it. That's what I've been saying. We want to claim it before it claims us. And a really good way to process those emotions is to share them with that buddy system that you've surrounded yourself with. That's that sunshine, you know, that sunshine circle, if you will. It's so important, especially having a variety of people where you have your entrepreneur friends, you have your, you have your, your family, you just have this variety of people who bring different things into your life because isolation, which we've been forced into, is a really, really fast way. I mean, it's been proven a fast way for our mental health to decline yeah. because we start to feel lonely. And as humans, we're not meant to be alone. So that just causes depression. So it's having that buddy system and having it planned, right? So knowing that, okay, Sunday, Sunday, you have a really bad day, but you can be optimistic and hopeful knowing that, well, it's okay. I'm not alone. Monday at two, I have this call scheduled with Monique or um, Sunday evening, I, am call, I have a call scheduled with my sister. So it's having that really helps. And we need that as humans, but also as entrepreneurs, because a lot of entrepreneurs are not working at all. Like we, a lot of our businesses are not essential. Yeah. And another thing I've just recently started doing, I work, I've worked a lot with Bridges Health in the past and they have, they work all over Canada, phenomenal. Their focus is mental health. They provide mental health first aid training amongst many other services, but they have an app called Avail and they're letting me try it right now. And it gets you to check in every single week in certain mm -hmm. areas of your life. And then they have online access to psychologists, to articles that you can read and it really it keeps tabs of how you're feeling each each week and if an employer were to use that with their employees or the leaders it doesn't tell you exactly what everyone said so it's 
you know, the privacy definitely is respected, but it tells you, hey, you know, the majority of your team have been looking at this resource. You might want to bring in a facilitator or a course on this specific thing. And I think, you know, it's the wave of the future, this virtual world, but checking in with our mental health, I think is so important, be it digital or with, with other people. Absolutely. Yeah. Is there something that you're doing to check in with yourself every day to ensure that you're taking care of your mental and emotional well-being? Are you following more of a routine? Are you doing something in the morning so that that gains momentum? Or are you just sort of like winging your days? (laughs) You know, I, I really appreciate listening to you. And I just, I love that you have a routine and that you're done work at a specific time and that you shut your office down. I'm just like all over the map. And I've always been like that and it works. So I haven't really changed anything. I get up when I feel like it, unless I have a meeting. And I have been just cherishing those times where I can sleep in a little bit longer. But in the evenings though, I have been, my boyfriend, when he gets home from work, I've been way more focused on him and spending time together. So that's changed for sure. I'm not always running. Mm -hmm. I think definitely checking in probably in the evenings is when I calm and take yeah. note and that's probably really important for him as well to support him because he is working in an essential business so he's outside of the house so like his safety is always at risk to to get this virus um so his stress levels probably are a little higher than normal so it's most likely something he really looks forward to when he gets home it helps you to decompress and refocus but it also helps him to de-stress and knowing that at least when he gets home there is his safety net there's his support system there's his woman just waiting there right to spend that evening together doing nothing but being with each other i think this is the longest we've spent together in two and a half years guaranteed (laughs) yeah are you do you find one of you enjoying it more than the other or is it just like just this natural um 50 50 or 100 100 where you just are both enjoying it well it's super easy because he's still working every day right so i don't know how i'd answer that question if we were together 24 hours a day. <laughs> so for me i mean i have the cats i have this peace and quiet i don't have to i don't have children so i can do webinars all day and there's no background noise so i'm just loving it so far but i do miss the human interaction and the networking, that part I really miss. Yeah, absolutely. Definitely. Me too. I'm looking forward to that. Um, I am using Zoom as that way right now and it will have to eventually change or (laughs) I think I'll go mad at or mad. But so just shifting gears a bit because um, something that has really been coming up in a lot of the conversations I've been having with my community Um, is what do we do now? This is our normal right now. We are getting told now that things will eventually, will will slowly start to reopen in these wonderful smart phases. So we're going to have to get back to our lives. And it'll be a new normal for the next six months, which is fine. But we are going to have to look at our vision board again feel optimistic, redefine our goals. Um, Can you speak to that? Because some people are saying, I might as well burn my vision board. (laughs) (laughs) It's not on my vision board. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So I do vision board workshops. I've done them for years and I use your workbook, your goal setting workbook. And I think that's the most important start to the vision board is figuring out What is your why and what are the feelings you're trying to achieve and obstacles and solutions? So the the written portion, you know, the strategy portion, your workbook is really important. The vision part is kind of the after, once you've done all the work, putting your vision into pictures, 70% of adults remember in pictures. So it's a really effective way, regardless of your age, you know, yes, it's arts and crafts, but it's super creative and it works, is... A lot of people, you know, put the picture out there, but they're very defined and specific. They use SMART goals, right? I want this to happen by July 15th of 2020. Maybe they made that board in December. The way I look at vision boards, and this is true to my personality type, and you and I are pretty much identical, so I know that you can relate, is we're visionaries. We think about the future, the far away future, and when we're goal setting in mind. So for me, you know, I want to write a book. 
I want to speak all over the world. I want to do all these things. But for me, it's not defined. It could be 2022. That's still a valid vision board. I might just have to adjust and pivot in the next six months, but I'm still going to work towards that same goal. But when you have a defined, it has to be July 15th. I think a little flexibility in that is really important to allow yourself the freedom and the creativity to know, yeah, I'm still going to get it. I just might have to try something new, a different solution perhaps, but don't lose sight of the big picture because that's going to cause more stress than is needed right now. Absolutely. And that, I think it's important to have both because we have so many different personalities and you're the expert in that. But some people, I don't enjoy a timeline, but then um, that's obviously because I'm a feeler and a lot of my listeners know I'm, I go more on the woo side where I'm like, I, I take action, but I take inspired action and I trust that the universe will give me that thing when I am ready. So, um, so for me, I feel like for me to say, I need to have that by July 15th just doesn't work for me. I might set little timelines for my actions, my action steps, but I don't usually set a timeline for my goals. However, in my goal setting workshop, I do include that timeline because I understand that some people need to have the timeline. So I address both based on your personality. But when um, I take people through the steps in the step, the seven step process in step six. So step two is that timeline. And then step six, I'm like, you got to let it go. <laughs> so <laughs> you've set all these timelines, you've set all these baby goals, you you might want to get those things done. But at the same time, you need to prepare yourself and your expectations and be able to release that negative energetic hold you have on it because if it doesn't happen in the timeline that you wanted it to happen, I don't want it to crush you and take you away from the really beautiful goal that you set for yourself. So I include both because I understand that not everyone's going to want to wing it like me and then just talk to the universe every day. (laughs) And then there's also a strategy side of it around the action plan. So it's important for for us to know what works for us. Yeah, and I, I created, I mean, I have the luxury of you know owning 400 magazines and all the crafting supplies because that's what I bring to my workshops and the 90s music, of course. But I, I just created a new vision board two weeks ago amidst, amidst COVID and it has travel and fun and gratitude and celebration, you know, because these are the things that are going to happen. It doesn't exactly. matter what year, what month, but it keeps me in that positive mindset of what is to come. Yeah, it's yeah, the negativity. It's optimism, right? It's optimism, which you know, a lot of people have given been giving me pushback lately, saying, "Well, I can't find anything positive with COVID nineteen." I'm like, "Well, of course not. COVID nineteen is horrendous. It's." awful. I don't want you to sit there and be like, oh, I'm so glad COVID-19 happened. Like, of course, we're not going to do that. But what we can do is we can be optimistic of the future. Yeah. We don't have to um, take up permanent residence in the, in the fear or in the frustration or in the dread of, oh my God, is this going to be forever? Um, we can help ourselves through that by just being optimistic by you creating a vision board that tells your brain it's okay. We're allowed to continue dreaming even though we're a little fearful, right? Excuse me. We can continue dreaming and be optimistic during this time as well. Yeah, I think that's so helpful. So the why, so I guess step one would be, what do you want? Right. And it could be multiple things. So for you, you did all that travel. Where do I want to travel to? What are my travel goals? What's that vision that I have when I'm able to get on a plane to get again and be, you know, two inches from another human. (laughs) Right. Um, 
And then I guess, and then step two, you said is what is your why? Why do you want this thing so bad, this goal that you set for yourself? And it can become that focus for you so that even if it doesn't happen in the timeline you set for yourself, it re-inspires you to say, that's okay. It will happen because we want it so badly. And we're willing, when we want something really bad, we're going to do the things to get us there. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So are you noticing speaking to people that they're having to redefine their goals right now? Um, one, because um, of what's happening, but also because it's making them realize that they had goals they didn't want. Oh yeah. This is, a, it's a great time to redefine, as we mentioned, our friendship circles for sure. But where do you really want to be? And I've had people, quite a few people actually reach out to me on the career side of things, you know, inquiring about the career development coaching that I do, because it's, it's a really good time to sit with yourself and say, well, what are my goals? What are my passions? What is my purpose? And what do I need to be doing? Because yeah, some people might lose their jobs. Some people might choose to not go back to that same job and to choose a different job. And that's okay. So this, this is a really good time for contemplation. Mm, absolutely. So I know for a lot of my clients, it's been um, redefining specific goals in um, a strategic way where it's, okay, this is the goal that I had. I had this big goal. So I'm working with one client right now on goals and she wanted to create all of these online courses. And, but she was going to be doing that while still having a full-time paycheck. So now she has to look at it. Okay what does my goal look like now during COVID? Because some of that needs to be rushed um, so that I can start getting things out. And then what does it look like post COVID-19? Because it's okay to shift a little bit to adjust to what's happening now, but it's still, as you were saying, really important to really look at the future as well without future tripping and panic. But we'll, COVID-19 will end, this crisis will end, this pandemic will end. So what does it look like now and later so that you can be optimistic that, okay, this is just a little part of my goal, a little part of my vision, but there is still another aspect of it that will happen. So what can I do to plan for that? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Now, obviously travel is like totally out of your hands right now, but there's certain things that aren't like writing your book that is, that's really in your control right now. You don't have to worry about, you know, self-isolation and physical distancing to write your book. That's just you when you get that feeling to be able to think about, okay, I'm going to sit down now and write my book. So how do you then, so you know why you want to write the book, you know, the goal around writing the book. How do you set a goal then, or do you not? Like, are you just more, that's my vision, and eventually your mind will trigger and you'll sit down and write that book? You know, it's so funny. I was talking to my friend via Zoom, and she's more of the strategy personality. Yeah. She's a thinker, for sure she is. And she said, oh, you're going to write a book? And I said, yeah, do you want to see what it looks like? And she goes, what? And so, yeah, I saw this book at McNally Robinson, and I bought it. And it's the exact size and one of the colors with the shine, it's going to be exactly. And then I showed her the inside and I said, there's going to be quotes. There's going to be color. There's going to be pictures. And it's going to be like a coffee table book. And she laughed and she said, you're the only person I know that already knows exactly what it's going to look like, but no idea what the content is going to be as of yet. But that's how my brain works. Yes. So you're right. I already know what it's going to look like. That's the most important part to me, the vision, what it's going to feel like when people read it, how they're going to feel. The content part, yeah, I'll just do it one day. I'll just sit down and do it. But that's not how everyone's brain processes. <laughs> yeah. So for someone who wanted more of the strategic steps, it would be like the goal is write the, write the book. And then they would set that timeline. And then underneath that timeline would be um, baby timelines. I'm going to write for one hour every single day until July 15th, um, or 500 words, whatever it might be, um, until it's done. Right. So <laughs> yeah, but, but what I want, you know, what I want everybody listening to know is this is the perfect time to really understand your personality and what makes you tick and how you work. Because I've just been noticing um, 
and I've been having this conversation, this is the best time to release those expectations that we put on ourselves because someone else told us that if you're going to achieve a goal, you better follow the SMART goals or it's never going to happen. Well, there's so many more options to that as we're noticing during COVID. I mean, I'm able to give every single day um, since this started for almost every day for six weeks, a new tool to help people with their mental and emotional well-being. That means that there's that many options for us to choose from, which means that SMART goals are not the only way for you to achieve a goal. So it's just depending on where you fall and what your personality is, right? Yeah. Yeah. This is a great opportunity to get out of your comfort zone too. I did a webinar this morning, 45 minutes on presentation skills, and I it's an eight-hour course, right? It's a big course that I have. And she asked me on Friday, I think it was, so Friday to Tuesday, and I already had plans for the weekend. And I remember my natural personality type was, well, no, like I have to design a whole new PowerPoint and I have to practice it and I have to do all these things, but I'm practicing spontaneity. I have been for years and to be really flexible. And I thought, yes, this is going to challenge me to be even more spontaneous. And I pulled it off and I even got a brand new background theme and figured that out and learned PowerPoint master slides and just seamless this morning. And if you would have asked me to do that five years ago, absolutely not. You know, so this is a good time to say, Hey, I'm going to try that new thing just to see, just to push myself. Absolutely. And it is a good time because everyone is in that same situation where they're not able to make things super, super perfect right now because we can't actually go in and work with someone or take those photos with a photographer or we're not able to do that. So it is just coming out more real and raw right now. And then we can fine tune it later if we need to. But a lot of people, what I'm noticing is people don't give a crap. Like they don't care that every page had the same perfect font that we spent hours searching for, stressing out about, uh, they just don't notice it, right? So um, I think that is such an important step when people really take a peek at their vision board, if they have their vision board or at their goal list, if they're more of the structure and say, knowing what I know now, what are those expectations do I need to let go of? Because it was constantly making me feel like a failure if I didn't achieve that. Because um, so many people are putting stuff out right now, just being like, you know what? I have no choice. COVID's forcing me to do that. There are circumstances are forcing me. And then coming out of it and being like, oh, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was. I have something to learn and I still need to learn some stuff, but I'm not a failure. Yeah. Like even yeah. Zoom, this is new. This world is new to me. And I bought, I bought it. And then I saw all these people using polls, like doing polls. And then they were doing breakout rooms. And and I looked at my screen, I didn't have any of those functions. And I'm like, oh yeah, it's probably the more expensive package. And, and then I started talking to people and they're like, no, you, you have it. You just need to turn it on in your settings. <laughs> so I'm like, oh yeah, I guess I could have, because that's not my personality type. I just went in and used what I saw. Yeah. But there's so many options and so many fun things we can do and learn. And I bought, I was just telling you before we pressed record, you know, neuro-linguistic programming, neuroplasticity, yeah. positive psychology, body language. I bought all these courses just in case I get bored or have free time. This is a great time to learn something new. Absolutely. Yeah. And I've been seeing the contrast of, I've been seeing both, right? So there's always a contrast to that. I've been seeing one category of, of people who are like, I'm so glad I finally have this time to learn something new. I'm picking up my guitar. I feel really focused on doing this or learn a new course. And then there's the other side where it's, I just don't have the mental bandwidth to learn something new. All of my energy is going into this. And what I want to say to both is both are okay. It's okay yeah. to be wherever you are because I'm sure you've been noticing. Um, I know I am. One week you might be totally motivated and right into the course and learn, learn, learn. And then um, the week later you're like, you haven't even opened it up yet. And both oh, yeah. are okay, right? Not just while we're going through this, but after as well. It's so important to just be like, if you're not feeling it or if it's not bringing you joy or any enjoyment at all, put it aside. Yeah. Okay. So 
one of the biggest things that I'm finding um, with our vision board to, to really ensure that we have that clarity and optimism for our future, but also our goals is in my world, the key component is making sure that we motivate ourselves and inspire ourselves by taking care of ourselves. So mentally, emotionally, and physically, because when we take care of those three things, I think what that does, or not I think, I know, especially in my own life, is it gives your mind a moment to shut down so the clarity can come through, so the plan can come through, so the action steps can come through. Because sometimes when we're looking at our vision board, um, we're like, there's no way I'm going to be able to achieve that today, or I don't know how I'm ever supposed to do that. But when we take care of our mental, emotional, and physical health, and we're not so focused on like this thing has to happen in this exact way, in this exact thing, in this exact timeline, it opens up new doors for us. Yeah. Yeah. Would you, um, do you have um, some kind of tool or tip for people to just kind of help re-inspire themselves or re-motivate themselves towards a vision or goal that they have or that they set in 2020 that they think, well, I might as well burn it. Like, how do you keep your, tell your clients to, to stay motivated when shit hits the fan? You know, that's where mentors and friends really come into the picture. You know, whenever I'm having a bad day, I reach out to someone who's seen me overcome challenges in the past or who knew me when I first started Clarity Coaching. And I was petrified. I had no idea how to run a business. And, you know, the whole, the whole entrepreneurship world was new to me. And I think it's just, to, you could do this by yourself. You don't need another person. But just to revisit those challenges you've overcome in the past that you had no idea that you could do. For me, because I'm a feeler, I really like to be praised and complimented. I will reach out to a mentor or a friend when I'm feeling down because they remind me of those times. Because when a feeler, you and I are both feelers, so very you know value-based, when we're feeling down, we often go straight to the critiquing ourselves when we're really stressed. So to be able to bring someone else in that's seen us overcome challenges to remind us. And I think that's all it is because you've overcome way worse than this, I'm sure, oh, in your past. And it's to revisit that and go, wait, I do have courage and I do have strength. Absolutely. So yeah, you and I talked about this last, uh, every podcast probably, about the importance of disconnecting from social media and the negativity. Or, you know, John Krasinski has some good news, right? There's a lot of good things on the internet right now. And yes, you need to know what's happening, but it's the comments. And it's almost like watching a bad movie and you just, you have to finish it, right? Because looking at the comments when somebody posts something, that's where the negative, the negativity comes in. And I really, I've really had to stop myself from reading comments. Oh, absolutely. And it prevents us from working towards our vision and from working towards our goals because it makes us feel hopeless. Like, how am I ever going to get all the things done that I want to do? I'm literally like, because you start to question humanity and there's like, there's no way we're ever going back to work. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. There's, so I think that's really important because I get trapped in that sometimes. Um, the, last little while like I had my phone in bed last night and I was sending you funny pictures and um and I was laughing so it was a really good thing but then I made the mistake of looking at a Trump feed and um it wasn't the Trump comment that got me it was all the comments underneath like Trump was just like oh yeah there he is at it again and you think oh my god of course you know like you're almost not surprised by that what gets you down into that negative vortex are all those comments you you're just like I can't believe this so it is really important to check yourself and guess what happened I did that before I went to sleep and I didn't sleep <laughs> right virtual networking states and I teach this and I live this what you're posting on social media right now, even if it's a comment, oh, that will come back to haunt you. So even if you're really feeling strongly about something, and I, this isn't my acronym, but I found it, it's been around for years, think, is yep. it true, helpful, inspiring, necessary, and kind? If it's not all five of those things, just refrain from posting it. You might send it to someone privately, that's fine, but be cautious what you're posting, because that is permanent, and people can take screenshots of that. 
Absolutely. And you shared that a few weeks ago on our podcast, and I've actually been using it at home with Jason because um, I tend to just want to like speak right away to him. Like, oh my God, like he, he keeps doing this thing in the house. That's so ridiculous. Um, and I think the listeners will appreciate this because it's so, when we live with someone all the time, I just keep telling him when Roomba, this is so stupid. It's such a first world problem, but we have this Roomba and Roomba runs and, but Roomba can't go into our closet because I have shirts that hang and Roomba sucks up my delicate shirts. So every single day I run Roomba and every single day I go around the house and make sure where I don't want it to go is safe and that all of Jason's stuff is off the floor because Roomba keeps sucking up this stuff. And I do that. And minutes later, Jason goes in behind me and he starts doing stuff. Um, And then I get frustrated with him about Roomba and having to remind him that why are you trying to foil my goal of Roomba cleaning our house? <laughs> so instead, I'm just like, think before you speak. And so I stop myself and I'm like, sweetheart, um, when Roomba runs, do you mind shutting the closet door? Now, I've said it 18,000 times um, because of your acronym, think, instead of <laughs> I'm going to knock you over the head with Roomba. Yeah. <laughs> So the THINK acronym has really, really helped, but the THINK acronym also has really helped me um, because I've been redefining my goals and redefining my vision lately, and it's helped me to stop the negative self-talk towards myself because I'm creating all of this new stuff, and of course, these limiting beliefs come up, so I'm like, oh, no, Jolene's THINK. That's not true. That wasn't going to be very helpful. It's definitely not kind to yourself. So I've been using that on myself as well as well as a good tool to stop my negative self-talk towards myself, like which that. keeps me from taking action plan on these new goals that I've set. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful acronym because <laughs> well, it's, usually, I- <laughs> it's usually not kind. <laughs> I did a workshop. I don't remember where I found that acronym. It's it, like I said, it's been around for a really long time and I found it on the internet, but I spoke to a grade eight class on career choices. I was invited in and one of the students, I showed that acronym and he said, we have a better one than that. And, and, and they, in every classroom they had posted before you post think. So it's basically the same thing, but related to social media. And, and I was like, you know, yes. So now I show both of those slides because they're both really important. They are absolutely. Uh, yeah, they are. All of these things are so important. Even just this conversation is important. Um, and so we've totally gone off the rails and probably have lost all of our listeners. So, <laughs> Especially with my Roomba story, which I'm sure was incredibly helpful. <laughs> but um, I always said when you and I get on the podcast, I want it to be like two girlfriends chit chatting and everyone, this is what we talk about. If there's anyone still there, <laughs> This is what we talk about. I have one more question for you. Hopefully people are still listening. Um, Is, okay. What's come up for me is I've really redefined what success looks like to me now that I know what I know and how easily all of these other things can be taken away and are not really important. Have you spent any time yourself or with your clients redefining what success looks like to you now? And is it different than it was a few months ago before COVID began? Definitely, I'm redefining what success looks like. And the online world has really helped me in essence of I'm going to be home more often, which is something that was always in the background going, you should do this. I think you're going to enjoy that. So that's a redefined of what success could look like was doing 50% of my business from home. And to be with my boyfriend, Baden, I think that's just so cool to be able to combine those two. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to, as soon as we're allowed, I'm flying down to Ottawa. I'm going to come and stay with you for a week because I've always also wanted to do online programs that can be purchased through my website. And you're brilliant. Your programs are so phenomenally done. And also, it's going to be a write-off, a business write-off, right? Because we're going to be doing work. Yeah. But spending more time with those that I truly appreciate 
And that's always been my definition of success, but making the time to do that, which I have been doing with Zoom, and it will remind me when we're allowed to meet in person to continue doing that, pushing work aside, bringing in those friends, making sure I balance those two out. Mm, I love that so much because I know we've talked about that so much. We, we've always defined that um, success to us is having more time to just like get up and get on a plane and go see each other. Like that is when we know we're like, we've made it when, um, and now it's, had we not done that, that would have been my redefinition is to now that I don't have that ability to do that, really making sure that stop waiting for that to happen and just put it into your plan. However you need to do it, make it happen now. Don't wait for the when you have to have it. Make it a part of your priority plan now, not 10 years from now, because I just, I don't, what if we don't have 10 years from now? So yeah, I love that. So I think that is where we'll end is have everyone to do one thing all the way. Um, if they're not feeling positive, that's okay. Just create a vision board to get optimistic, not positive if that's not where you're at yet. And that's okay. Redefine success and redefine your goals, whatever that looks like for you. Um, and give yourself a break, (laughs) give yourself massive amounts of grace right now that if you just do one thing today, it's closer than nothing. Um, and sometimes like you say all the time, sometimes the thing is a nap. Yeah. (laughs) Like a nap can get you closer to your goals. It's so much better to nap and come at it clear headed than to look at your computer and stare at it and be like, I have no idea what I'm doing. And then you just end up down the rabbit hole of negative comments on Facebook. (laughs) Oh, well, thank you so much, Julian, for this conversation. That was really fun. Again, I hope we still have listeners after my Roomba story, but it was relevant to the thing. Yeah. Oh, I love you so much. And I so appreciate these conversations. Oh, you're the best. You just made my day. Oh, I'm so glad. Yeah. Your sunshine circle. That's another thing. Create your sunshine circle. Yeah. Yeah. Eliminate what you need to do, but make that circle bright. Absolutely. And you're, you're, yeah, you and I are best friends and just doing this together has brought so much light into my life that we can still work together from afar. I love that. You know, that's such a beautiful reminder for people who are listening. Um, Something that I've really noticed, you know, having these conversations and these shares on the podcast with you is not having a format. We often come to a topic just based on what one of our clients has been asking us about, but we just want to have a conversation with each other to show people that this is what we all need in our lives sometimes too is just hearing how two women two friends two entrepreneurs are coping with life and you only know that when you're actually listening in on one of their conversations right (laughs) you only get the real story when you're listening in on those conversations so i'm really happy that we can share that with everybody and just show like this is our real life we don't have it all figured out but we work hard to hopefully make it through each day in a positive optimistic way (laughs) exactly i love you i'll talk to you soon you too bye (laughs)